Welcome to the Habibi Life Podcast, where we share practical advice to help you live an abundant life. Our goal is to help you fall in love with yourself by providing information and inspiration to help you reach your highest and your healthiest potential. This is episode nine, Surviving the Holidays. Love it or hate it, the holiday season is here. In my world, there is talk of cosmic shifts and unsettled energies. That's how many of my counterparts like to talk about traffic, frayed nerves, and bad attitudes. Whether you believe in it or not, there's no denying that this time of year raises both expectations and stress levels. From October 31st to January 2nd, we are collectively plunged into a whirlwind of sights, sounds, and more food, drink, and desserts than we'd ever consider consuming any other time of the year. We are smiling at people we hardly know, or wish we didn't know, pressing palms, dodging air kisses, and drowning in small talk. From work life to home life, there is often no safe haven in which to retreat. Stress levels are off the charts as millions of people pursue the perfection of whatever. And even if you're not one of those people, you probably know someone who is. We all feel it. And every year, we all do our best to try and survive it. And that's where we mess up. Instead of trying to simply survive the season, why not work to thrive during this time? It takes time, effort, and the one thing that I always talk about, consciousness. It may not always be easy, but it can be done. We'll start with something that no one wants to hear or admit. A lot of the pressure we put on ourselves during the holiday season is self-inflicted. Ooh, did that not feel good? So what? Sit it in anyway. And if you think I'm just talking to the person who runs themselves continually through brick walls to create the perfect holiday atmosphere, think again. I'm also talking to the person who makes it their business to be irritated and put out by the efforts of those people. And the ones who get smashed between those two extremes, typically in the form of being stuck in the impossible traffic jam or shopping frenzy, or, and this is the worst one, as the involuntary sounding board for one or both parties. Everyone plays a part in the stressful effects of this season. The key to surviving it is to identify your role, and the key to thriving is to adjust accordingly. Suffering through this season typically comes with our inability to be honest about our expectations, both of ourselves and of the people around us. It's common to lose perspective in the midst of the frenzy and perhaps not gain it back until so many dollars have been spent and so much time has been lost. Some people never gain that perspective and cycle through the same story year after year after year. Let's start with the overachiever. This person is always looking to make the most of this season in every way. That means the best foods, decorations, parties, or experiences. And every year, they are looking to top themselves. There are themes, guest lists, and protocols to be followed. This season is a big 
deal. And they want to make sure that everyone understands that they are all in. They may often run themselves and by extension, everyone around them. Absolutely crazy. Are you this person? If you are, ask yourself a simple question. Why? Are you celebrating the season for yourself or for others to bear witness? When you are no longer for this earth, is your goal to be remembered for the most amazing parties and experiences? And do you believe that your efforts will be remembered with fondness or with amusement and annoyance? Now, if you have the means and attitude for this kind of endeavor, that is, you legitimately enjoy providing these experiences and do not stress yourself or anyone else out in the process, then I'm probably not talking to you. But if this effort causes you to become a different human in pursuit of a singular spectacular goal, it may be time to sit with yourself. To this person, here's a reminder that there is a happy medium between throwing the soiree of the century and suffering through a bowl of porridge by candlelight. The way you gauge that medium is through personal and environmental cost. No, I'm not talking about money or climate change. What I mean is, if it costs you rest, balance, and presents a threat to your mental and emotional health, it's too expensive. If it annoys or alienates those closest to you, both physically and emotionally, It's too expensive. If you have trouble actually enjoying the process of whatever your holiday season goal is, it's too expensive. Take that into consideration as you go about the business of celebrating this season. Now let's head to the other side of the spectrum. There is at least one person in your life who absolutely dreads this season. They don't wanna go to gatherings with coworkers or friends And they definitely don't want to travel down the block or across the country to be with family. Gift exchanges stress them out, so they try to avoid it altogether. And they may even go so far as to feign illness just so no one will bother them. It's going to be a long three months. Are you this person? If so, the same question applies. Why? What do you gain by exerting energy to push back against an entire season? Are you making a statement? Or are you simply resistant to the idea of relaxing enough to allow others to be in your space for a short time? This is a good time to reflect on the part you play in your own suffering. It's likely a stretch to assume that everyone celebrating in your orbit is a terrible human somehow out to make your life more miserable by simply existing. The hardest part of this assumption is recognizing that you, nor any of the rest of us, is that important. Plus, all of this is temporary. After the food is eaten and the drinks are drank and the gifts are exchanged, everyone will retreat to their respective corners and face the consequences of their choices credit card bills to an extra 10 to 15 pounds, it'll show up in some form and it'll have to be reckoned with. The point is, none of this is that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. Bills can be paid. Pounds can be shed. Knowing this might help provide a little perspective 
and allow you to open up to the possibility of actually thriving in the midst of the holiday frenzy. Now, let's say you don't celebrate any of it. This, of course, doesn't matter to the humans who do celebrate. So they will be out in droves collecting candy, turkeys, and impractical presents over the next three months. That means traffic jams, supply shortages, and a very high likelihood that in addition to your regular grocery items, you might also bring home a sore throat and a cough. So what can you do? How about strategically planning your outings for necessities and staying off the road if it's not necessary? Make the space for others to fully embrace the holiday season without you potentially raining on their parade. Maybe investigate ways that you can give back at a time when giving is at its annual high. Because in the middle of all of that excess, there are humans for whom a kind word and a hot meal will go a very, very long way. Consider the reality that no matter how much excess takes place during this season, its philosophical root is one of kindness, generosity, and love. So if you are so inclined, perhaps learn ways to participate in that part of the effort so that you might lift your own spirit and in turn lift the spirits of all of those around you. Now that we've covered all three generalized possibilities, let's get practical. What can you do to make the most of your health and wellness during this season? Lesson number one, pause. This is typically a season where rash decisions run rampant. From impulse purchases to inappropriate outbursts, there's a lot of room for improvement. One way to circumvent some of these regrettable behaviors is to pause and weigh the actual cost. Once again, not talking about money. Okay, maybe I'm talking about money with the impulse purchases. But mostly, it's the cost to your emotional and mental well-being and the well-being of those around you. Because during this season, it's more likely you'll be around those you haven't seen all year. So there's a high possibility that your attitude will be reflected by the people who know you. How would you like to be reflected? Pause, consider the cost, and adjust accordingly. Lesson number two, let it go. Nothing will go according to plan. You'll be late. Someone will annoy you. You'll do something embarrassing. You'll lock yourself in the bathroom and self-soothe with a jar of Nutella. I actually know someone who did this. Or someone will hurt your feelings or you'll hurt theirs or whatever. All of it can be chalked up to the human experience. Let it go. If you wronged someone, apologize. If they wronged you and won't apologize, walk away. Protect your peace and know that all of it is temporary. The moment will pass and it's not worth ruining your own experience or that of someone else to prolong what is already an uncomfortable thing. Lesson number three, make time for yourself. This might be most challenging for the overachiever, but it's necessary for everyone. Whether or not you celebrate has no bearing on the fact that we are all affected by this season in some way. Making time for yourself 
can make the difference between pausing and letting go or getting caught up in ruining your or someone else's experience. The time you make doesn't have to be hours. It can be a few minutes. Carve out time to be with yourself and do something that you truly enjoy and that helps you relax and feel centered. The more balanced you feel, the less likely you are to react to all of the imbalance that permeates this time of year. Instead, you may find it easier to stay grounded and simply reflect rather than let yourself be pulled into it. Lesson number four, don't be afraid to say no. If you know that a request will tax you beyond your physical and emotional capabilities, don't be afraid to politely decline. This is especially true for those who have demanding family members or pushy friends. Keep your obligations in balance. That means scheduling your participation in a way that is most beneficial to you and everyone else. If more than one obligation per day or even per week is too much, perhaps instead of attending, offer a gift or a service in lieu of your presence. That way, it doesn't feel like you're being antisocial or playing favorites. And you, everyone else, can take a collective breath and be at peace with your decision. Lesson number four. This too shall pass. It's worth the reminder that all of this is temporary. January 2nd always comes. And when that happens, the amount of time, energy, and money we put into this season will be something to reflect on. It's advisable to do the work to make that reflection one of warmth and peace rather than angst and stress. And that part is entirely up to you. How you respond to this season and all of its good and sometimes not so good trappings can go a long way to how you begin the new year. Instead of being weighed down by your decisions during the season, consider behaving in such a way that you can be uplifted by them. Imagine that. Imagine being in a space where your resolutions begin long before the year does because you took the time to do some of the work today. Many people resolve to be more kind, more considerate, more open to possibility, and less concerned with what others think of them and less affected by the chaos that is sometimes life. What if you started today in the midst of the chaos known as the holiday season? How far would you be by the time 2023 rolled around? What we choose and why we choose can have far-reaching effects beyond the immediate. Bringing consciousness into your thoughts, your words, and your actions might not only help you thrive during this holiday season, but for all of the seasons to come. We hope you found this information helpful. And if you'd like to learn more, please download the latest issue of Habibi Life magazine. This issue is all about striking the balance both within your body and in your environment. It's a fitting companion to this holiday season because the truth is that we could all benefit from a little balance. You can find the issue on HabibiBody.com, HabibiBodySport.com, and HabibiLife.org. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us when we come back 
for the next episode. 